I wish you would step out from the My ledge, friend. friend. Bye bye. So follow the lies that you've been you living been in. Living and. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics podcast. This is episode number 50-something. I don't know. Don't really care all that much. My name's Skanky. I'm here today with my good old co-host, pal, main host, primary, secondary host, whatever the hell you want to call him. His name is M. Cole. What's up, M. Cole? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Happy to be here today, this bright, sunny Chicago morning. We're glad to have you here, yeah. to be honest with you. Thank you, thank you. So, um, I just, I just, I don't know about, if you know about this, uh, Johnny, but I put a new movie out last week. Did uh, you, did you, uh, Wilson? Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's called Sharks That Eat Sharks, and uh, I played the bad guy. Wait, so you were in the movie Wilson as a bad guy? Yes. Who? Yes. Did what to sharks? I'm the volleyball. You're the volleyball. Yeah. Was Tom Hanks in this movie or? Mm, no, no, no. Tom Hanks was very expensive, so we went with uh with uh his brother, Mott Hanks. Wait, what's his brother's name? Mott, like the Mott? apple juice, like M O T T. Mott, <laughs> yes. like the apple juice. Yes. Does Tom Hanks have a brother? Uh, no. Wikipedia. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is um this might be a he has a, two brothers. This might be a new best for us. Two minutes in, and we are uh, we got we got this. What is that? Is it, are those suspenders, or is that an award that's around his neck on the Wikipedia page? I'm not sure. I'm not on the Wikipedia page. I just googled it. Oh, I think they're. It looks like he's wearing a jacket, so I think it's an award. Um, it's a it's a very very rainbowy type thing. Makes me. I think I want to wear rainbow suspenders. Do you think do okay. you think that I could pull off suspenders? Yeah, why wouldn't you be able to? I don't know. I feel like they would look weird. I feel like I feel like there's certain style type things that only some people can pull off. And I don't know if I can I don't know if I'm a suspenders kind of guy. Like, okay, so I have, I have this big problem that I think I'm I'm working through okay. is this is this is a whole long slew of things that I need to discuss with you. Um, I have a lot of stuff that I need to discuss with you today. <laughs> I just realized. Um, so I've been watching this thing. I've been watching comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I right. love that show. I do too. Let's talk about that for just a second, and then we'll get okay. into the fashion and one part. Just one second. That show is so freaking good. I love um, it. I randomly started watching it uh, on Netflix, and it was also on YouTube prior. But I started watching it on Netflix because I got home one day, and it's like the perfect unwind from a long day type thing. You just sit back and like it feels like you're hanging out with Jerry Seinfeld. It's it's amazing. No, I absolutely love it. It's it's and his guests are top notch, and it's just it's it's great. It's it's nice. It's fun. It's um one thing that I like about it is because I don't like late night talk show type stuff because. I don't really care about celebrities and a lot of it's like celebrity interviews and stuff like that. So, uh, but there's something with this one that I feel like they get to more granular kernels of truth type thing that I find entertaining. Right. When they talk about like them coming up through show business and stuff like that, that's just, I don't know. It's, it's entertaining and it's nice and low key and chill. So, um, but yeah, no comedians and cars getting coffee is awesome. 
So. Yes, I love that show. It's it's really good. Um, but no, so so Jerry Seinfeld in the show wears like jeans and a jacket, like a blazer type jacket, right? And yeah. I'm like, man, that looks so fucking cool. Like, I want to be Jerry Seinfeld on so many levels, but like, I really want to be Jerry Seinfeld, like wearing a jacket. And so I wanted to go out and be like, get a jacket and just like wear that. But then I'm I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm very nervous. I don't think I could pull it off. I, I think it's gonna be like like when a dorky young nerdy kid thinks it's cool to wear a fedora and it turns Ooh. out to like be the exact opposite where Ooh. it's like it like yeah like cringeworthy i worry that that's gonna be me in a jacket like i can't wear a jacket like with jeans and like i was thinking i could have two types like i have like where i want to be a little more dressy and i wear like a button-down shirt but untucked or i could be like it's gonna be low-key casual day and i actually literally have just like a t-shirt on um underneath the jacket and i really want to see if i could pull it off but i'm worried that no one will be um kind enough to tell me that i look ridiculous okay this this is what you're gonna do i have a solution for you okay you're gonna go to your local place that sells suit jackets okay okay Mm -hmm. you're gonna wear it you're gonna try it on and wear it in the way that you think you want to look Mm -hmm. and you're gonna send it to me and i'm gonna give you my honest opinion can we facetime yeah you can facetime me I'll, i'll facetime with you okay I feel like I just feel like that's that we can get more of the uh, a conversation the, uh, brewing between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, like because we have a very hard time talking to each other sometimes. Oh, um, I very feel like difficult. yeah, very and difficult. I feel like I feel like that would really just spark more of the conversation. Plus, you could take in the whole thing, right? You could be like, that no, is no, no, true. No. like you're like you, instead of like the photo, and you're like, no, I need another photo because I don't really see your shoes. Like with the, like the FaceTime thing, you could be like, like it's okay, live. Grandpa, yeah, like just adjust to the left a little bit. I'm like, all right, little skinker. Son, little, little skanker, <laughs> little skanker. But yeah, so I think I want to try and pull that off. But then, like on the second thing, is like I think I want to try suspenders. Okay, but, then try them. Why not? But then I'm worried I be- I come off like nutty professor type guy with suspenders. Like, or but who like, cares? I'm going for I'm going for a certain style here, skanky. I'm trying. What, to what pe- style are you trying to go for? I'm trying to get people to think I'm attractive and like me. Well, first of all, you don't need to do that because it's already oh, it's already happening. Okay, that, that people find me attractive or that they like me. That they both they like you and they find you attractive already. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So now what we're trying to do is we're trying to elevate it. Oh, well, now I'm worried. Then if people already find me attractive and like me, maybe I shouldn't change anything that I'm currently doing. But oh, no, M. Cole, we got to push the boundaries. Okay. All right. We got to yeah. break out of it. Okay. Yeah. You could can always I- improve. Yeah, we could be. I could. Can I get? Can, do you think I can ever attain JT level bringing sexy back? Maybe let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's take. Let's take a couple of steps. Okay, baby steps. Okay. okay. We're talking J, JT status. I get mm-hmm. you. Okay, okay. we got to work yeah. on the 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 steps to JT. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You'll bring. Se- you're already bringing sexy back. Oh, it's hey, so, all way. I knew it, like in my head, like I feel the bring sexy back. Do you know what? He, like in that video, he's he's sorry. I just gotta make sure it's not recording the audio of the video that I'm watching. <laughs> he's wearing a just like a vest and a tie, and I'm like, I feel like I could pull that off. Okay, you know what? And I want you to believe that. I do. I believe it. I then, can live it. You know what? We can do this. We can do this together. <laughs> together. 
together. <laughs> this is like an M called pep talk podcast. I, I know. It's like, I should Antics has slowly morphed into make M Cole feel good about himself. <laughs> like, if anything, like, let's be honest. If there's anyone on the world that does not need a confidence boost, I think it might be me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I, I might be overconfident, <laughs> so this might not be healthy. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. Everything's great. Uh, okay, perfect. Yeah, everything's great. Yes. Okay. Cool. Is there is there any any fashion type thing that you either live in your current life or like wish to attain? Wish to attain. Yeah. So, like, an example is, well, I like, a few years ago, and I still want this, but I've kind of given up on that dream, is I really wanted to have a uniform where I wore the exact same <laughs> outfit every day. Like, I was, like, for a while, it was, was going to be just, like, jeans and a plain black t-shirt in Converse. Like, that'd be amazing. So like, you so wanted to be, like, Steve Jobs. God damn, everyone says that goddamn thing. He wore a turtleneck, right? Very different. <laughs> No, Very I mean different. in the uniform sense. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not in that you wanted to wear what Steve Jobs wore. Exactly. Well, because like, even I was like, I think it works stuff and like men's professional work dress is pretty easy already, right? Like I just picked slacks and a shirt. But like, I was like, that's already too much choice. I want to like cut it down where I wear like the exact same color button down shirt and the exact same color slacks every day. Um, and I've never been able to commit to that. Why? Why do you want to commit to that? So there was this, I forget where I read about it, but um, let's go back to talking about how M. Cole thinks he's the most important person in the world. Um, <laughs> okay. But there was this thing, I read this book once, or some book that touched on this topic, about how um, very, very smart and very busy and very important people in the world tend to try to remove as many decisions that they have to make in the day as possible. Because even small decisions, they kind of compound where they they might not be like, picking out a shirt is not a huge like thing, right? You can easily go make that decision. But like when you're already thinking and worrying about a bunch of other stuff and you're already busy enough, it's just one decision that takes a greater taxing toll on you. And so if you just remove that, remove all your small decisions, it makes your life overall easier. And so if I start off the day without even having to make any decisions about my clothes, then like my day is already that much better. But I guess it's a small little step, but it is better. And so I just like walk on in, I just grab a shirt, I just grab a pants, they're clean, I throw them on and I'm done. Like there's not even any thought of like ooh, i want to wear purple today i'm like ooh, do i really feel like purple today no and they put it back and like let's go blue and they're like does this blue match this pants and like ooh, gotta put that yeah you know i mean like there's none of that it's just like i know these work i grab them and i put them on i see the the i have a problem with the uniform mentality okay what is that okay i feel like we're we're going back to like we're like we're 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 moving backwards when we want to be moving forwards with fashion. So here's why I, here's why I think no, 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 I... No, look, hold on, let me finish my thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wear a uniform, mm-hmm. you get left back. Okay. In the fashion time scale, all right? All right? Mm-hmm. You wear the same thing every single day. You're going to not even notice when other people start dressing differently. And you're going to be stuck in that mindset where you're not going to want to change what you're wearing and, you know, in the future, everyone's going to be wearing these silver suit things, and you're going to be wearing your damn plaid shorts. Imagine if you were wearing the same thing that you wore 10 years ago. Oh, God. Sometimes I am, and that makes me sad. 
sometimes I am. I've had people tell me that, like, you look like early college M. Cole. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> right? That's never a good thing to hear. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, like, oh, God, I made a really bad mistake. <laughs> the uniform would fix that. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's when I had the sublime poster up in my college dorm room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not much better. I do have a Super Smash Brothers poster up on my apartment. <laughs> well, so, that's fine. We're talking about fashion. We're talking about okay, we're going to talk about one of the world's problems at a time. I'm just saying, you don't want to get left behind. Okay. Okay. If you wear Plot. the same thing. Plus, you're trying to move towards, like, I don't want to wear, whenever I think when I'm thinking about what I'm going to wear that week, I'm mm-hmm. like, what didn't I wear already last mm-hmm. week? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a whole decision that you have to make where you can take out that thing by saying it doesn't matter what I wore last week because it's the exact same thing I wore for the past seven days. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you are worried about wearing not about. Okay, so you're not worried about wearing the same thing every day. No, I am. Okay? I want and to, people noticing. That is what I'm worried about. That's the reason why I haven't done it. That's the only reason oh, why I haven't so done you're, it. So you are worried that people will notice that you're wearing the same thing every day. Yeah, exactly. But you appreciate the thought of wearing the same thing every day. Exactly. That is where my problem comes from. Oh, okay. So because I was gonna say, then why not just wear the suspend? Like you're you're like <laughs> worried about wearing suspenders, but you want to wear the same thing every day. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why. That's what my problem is. Like all of my fashion problems are derived from the same insecurity about what people think about me when I'm wearing. <laughs> so or yeah, so I you're just worried like. about what people think. Yeah, exactly. That is literally my life in a nutshell. Um, oh, okay. Good. But I, so I kind of want to go backwards. Like the guys in Mad Men are just like pure style and class uh-huh right like i could be that i could be don draper you can i think i'm gonna be you should do it you won't i you know i kind of there was a kid in my high school that wore a suit every day and oh he, there, everyone he got, ha- <laughs> everyone had that kid yeah he was picked on a lot um but Poor i kind of i'm kind of jealous of him because he didn't care. He didn't care. He wore a suit. I look back at it like, you were classy, dude. You were classy. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> Milady. Milady. <laughs> Milady. So I, I think what I've, what I've gathered from this is that in order for me to get to a point in my life where I can wear the same thing every day, I have to become a father. Because I feel like that's a very dad thing where my kids can be like, dad does this. And it's just like, that is super weird. And like, let's be, let's, 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 let's be real for a second. Like props to them. But like a lot of times fathers are a snapshot of the person at like a specific period of time that never changes for the next 40 years. (laughs) Okay. At least fashion wise, right? Like let's say, let's say your dad had a mustache and and then like 30 years later, he's always had that mustache. And it's like, that's just who dad is, right? Dad always wears Hawaiian shirts or whatever his style is like your entire time growing up, like just the exact same thing. That's how fathers are. I'm assuming this were the same thing for millennia. I could agree with that. Yeah, I could, I could agree with that. Although my dad had a fro and now he doesn't. Was that is so that, that a, that's is just that a, age? Is that a recent? Yeah, I think. Well, the, he had a mustache too. Yeah, yeah, and he got rid of that. How long ago did he get rid of the mustache? Um, before me and my brother were born. 
Oh, see, okay, so that, that's the scene. That's the thing is like, so like, that's like me wearing different outfits before my kid is born. So, okay, so you're saying once the dad has the child, yeah. not physically, but, you know, emotionally has the child. Yeah. Then from that point on, they're, they're a statue. Yes. Yes. Of their former self. Yes. And to all wow. the shenanigans fanatics out there, do not read into this as me saying something bad about kids or like kids meaning the father's life is o- over. I think it's just a, he's got other things to worry about. So he doesn't have to give a crap about that. And statues are respectable, right? We look at a statue and like, you look good, statue. And that's what the father's like. Okay, I'm trying to find this on Google Scholar. Do you think they have any scholarly articles on this? Psychologically? I use Google Scholar all the time. I love Google Scholar. I do too. Well, how would you even look this up? Uh, father, father statues, st- statues, father as statue in style, as statue in style. That'd be a good name for an article. The statue within. I, an autobiography by F. Jacob <laughs> and F. Philip. Wait, is that two people? F- Philip, yeah, F. Jacob and F. Philip. But then how's an autobiography? I'm That's pull, a really good question. I'm pulling it up. Wait, right maybe now. it's F. Okay, you pull it up because my because not one of them can be the. Oh, this is a book review. Oh, stupid! Wait, yeah. father? No, no, no. We're we're trying to we're trying to. How about development after children? Father's fatherly style development after child. This is a book report. This is what I just found. Oh, some of these are interesting, but have nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. God, Google Scholar, you you gotta get better at this. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to do this off the podcast. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll update you. Style we'll update develops you. after having <laughs> children. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we're onto something that's never been talked or discovered. Yeah, this, we might have to write a scholar, scholar, scholarly, scholarly article. Yes, Our we'll have to write a scholarly article. Scholarly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's a scholar, scholarly enough. Scholarly. It's, sound, it's sounding weird to me. Scholarly. 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 Like, say scholar. Scholar. Lee. Lee Scarlet. <laughs> Why are you having so much trouble with this? I have no idea. Those, those don't <laughs> go. Those sounds do not go together very well. It's my scholarly. Sc- scholarly. 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 Okay, we can't spend the entire podcast doing that. Scholarly. <laughs> scholarly. So scholarly. It's so addicting. Oh man, it's <laughs> yeah. You're right. Oh man, we have, we'll be like. I wonder why people don't like listening to us anymore. Oh, that's why they spent oh, twenty minutes. Whatsoever. Yeah, they spent uh, twenty minutes talking about the word scholarly. <laughs> scholarly. You, you know, I like I. I wish that the first time you and I started to realize that we spent a good portion of the podcast like looking up things on Wikipedia. I could go back to that time, sneak into the Discord and be like, hey guys, you're also going to spend a lot of podcast time discussing how words sound. You know, you want to do an experiment? Yes. Do you want to want to find out right now if time travel is possible? Yes. All right. I'm not going to talk for the next, next 10 seconds. Okay. And in that time, Future Skanky is invited to come onto the podcast 
and say hello to everybody and say okay. that he's from the future. Perfect. And okay. is this like a Ouija board? Maybe. Did the 10 seconds start already? No. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Yeah, right? This could be Future Skanky. This is Future Skanky right now. Well, I didn't say how far in the future. Well, it doesn't matter. Future Skanky would just have to come here right now and talk in the next 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Hey guys, sorry I'm late. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't exist. Time travel doesn't exist. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so it is like a Ouija board. We're going very, we're going very War of the Worlds type thing with this. Like, I imagine, like, there's a whole bunch of people sitting at home, whole family sitting around the uh, cellular telephone type thing with the podcast playing. Like, oh my God, time travel does exist. Like, just like the world is getting blown up by Wells, dude. The w- Wells, man. <laughs> oh my God. Aliens. 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 Being attacked. Um, I took that little thing because uh, Stephen Hawking mm-hmm. uh, threw a party, a champagne party once for time travelers, and he didn't really? tell anybody about it until afterwards, after the party was over, so that people would know that the party happened, but no one went. So he tried to prove that time traveling didn't exist. Oh my God, that is so awesome. Yeah. So he, yeah. Oh, sorry. So he threw a champagne party for time travelers. Yeah, and then he didn't release the invitations until after the party had taken place. Mm-hmm. Because the idea being is that if you release the invitations after, then people in the future know about it, and if you're a time traveler, you'll come back and be at the champagne party. Exactly. Very cool. And but no that's sh- the thing, though. Wouldn't you think that there'd be laws like in the future about time traveling yeah. that you wouldn't that you would have to not show that you were time traveling? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I agree with that. Right? It was, yeah, and as smart as Stephen Hawking is, like he's absolutely a genius. Like I still like feel like part of your brain would melt. Like if you, if I did that, if I did the hit the thing that he did, and like let's say we're doing it right now, and I'm sitting down, and I'm like, all right, the champagne party is starting now, and then in through the door walks like people, like. That would be the creepiest, weirdest. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to comprehend what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just, I would, I, my brain would not be able to handle and process what's actually happening. Also, that'd be a terrible, terrible joke to play on someone. Like, if you're the only person that knew about it and you hired <laughs> actors to go to my house and, like, for the rest of my life, I'm convinced that time travel exists. Like,. Damn, that would be so, that, that would be kind of nuts, wouldn't it? That would be so bad. That would mess with me. That would really mess me up. Huh. Huh. <laughs> 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 I can't stop huh. thinking about time travel. It's a little yeah, it's weird. But yeah, like I would think that obviously there would be rules in place as to like you're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be that'd be the case. I feel like it would be very tightly regulated or attempted to and i feel like the people that would go on the outside of the regulations like would it would be doing it for like other bigger purposes they wouldn't be doing it to Uh go back to like stephen hawking's party right or what if like time traveling back isn't exactly in person like what Mm -hmm. if it's like a virtual reality Mm -hmm. okay 
go back in time type of thing. Yeah. I hear actually I think I know what happened. I figured it out. I figured okay. it out. Tell me. So here's what happens in the future. Time traveling does exist. Stephen Hawking is still alive because he will be immortal because we need him. Um, but Stephen Hawking is alive and we find out time traveling does exist. Now, still a little bit scarred from no one showing up to his time traveling party. He institutes the rules that you can't go back to in like go to other people's parties in the past because he was so scarred by it. And he wants to be able to say, look, that's why no one came back to my party because we have the rule that says nobody can come back to my party. Wait, say that again? In the future, time traveling does exist. Okay. Okay, sure. Stephen Hawking writes the rules because he's such a genius. We go to him. We're like, we need you to write the rules. He's like, so he writes the rules regarding what you can and can't do with regards to time traveling. He thinks back to when he was a younger man and he hosted a party for time travelers and nobody showed up. And he's like, I need to have a reason why no one showed up. I've been living with that my entire life. I'm a little bit scarred by it now, especially now uh-huh. that I find out time travel exists. So number one rule, you are not allowed to go back in time to go to time traveling parties. That mid makes sense. Right. That makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. We've solved it. Exactly. And there's no paradox problems whatsoever. None at all. <laughs> None at all. None at all. None at all. So you know be... what sometimes I think about? What? Since we're talking about time traveling? Mm-hmm. You know that if, like, you left... Okay, so this is all, like, impossible right now, but mm-hmm. imagine it is for a second. Okay. If you left Earth, like, fucking Elon Musk's car, all right, <laughs> yes. and you went, like, a million light years away, mm-hmm. right, and you took a telescope... Mm-hmm. That was powerful enough to look back at Earth. Mm-hmm. You would fucking see the past. That is true. Isn't that nutty? Yeah. Like, what if like you're that guy from like the Goo Goo Dolls, like in the music video, and you're looking down, and they're like, and I don't want the world to see me, you know, and like you're like looking at the world, and like you're looking at your past and shit. Yeah. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? That'd be really weird. That'd be unnerving. I should write a sci-fi book about that. You should. That'd be amazing. Right? Speaking about sci-fi books and uh-huh. popular culture, um, yeah. I read an amazing tweet, I think it was a few days ago. Uh, okay. And they said that they're kind of disappointed because they have this generation that was raised on supervillains super in James Bond movies, and they didn't connect the thing of a billionaire launching his own car into space for no reason <laughs> as being a supervillain. <laughs> like, like, you literally have been taught for decades that when someone just launches his car into space for no reason, like, uh-huh. he's probably not a good person. <laughs> They were all just like cheered him on. We're like, yes, you go, Elon Musk. You do this thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know of... what? I we were talking about this on stream too, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, everyone at some point in their life starts to think like, what's my legacy gonna be? Yeah, like, what am I gonna leave behind for people to remember me? And unfortunately, for many people, they're forgotten about because you oh, know, like really people die and. I mean, it's depressing. It really is. It's really depressing, yeah. Right? Yeah. But Elon fucking Musk comes out of left field, and he's like, by the way, guys, um, I'm going to launch my car into space so that (laughs) literally people billions of years from now have to remember me. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I mean, that is... That's literally like, 
the man is a genius though because i think he's got the short term and the long term figured out right like long term down the thing he's got like he's like all right the car is out in space he's like but what if i die tomorrow i want people to remember me he's like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna release a consumer grade flamethrower i just I, don't know. <laughs> I love how for that it was like hey guys we're gonna release some uh some boring hats uh, that you guys can buy yeah. oh yeah by the way we're also releasing a flamethrower <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> uh, like <laughs> there's two things i have to say about that first of all like i read the news article and then like a day later maybe hours later my brother messages me the link and he's like have you considered buying one and then for a brief moment i was like maybe i should buy a, a boring company <laughs> flamethrower yeah it's like it's like maybe i should but then the second thing i had and this also kind of fed into maybe i should buy one is like i started to imagine because the boring company elon musk's company one of their big thing they do is that they bore holes in underground like giant holes right like if you were building subways and stuff like that with giant machines and everything like that it's like i'm imagining i was like i was like working for the boring company must be like the coolest job ever because they might actually need the flamethrowers like the thing goes through and bores holes and like freaking monsters and epic creatures like emerge from the darkness and you just have like a a front line of like boring company troopers with like flamethrowers to fight them off like how awesome is that like there's battles going on underneath the ground that we don't even know about what the fuck are you talking about You've been on r slash conspiracy too much. <laughs> I have. I know. I just. Or... You think there's like mole reptilian people living under the earth? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. Like, what, else, what else does the boring company need flamethrowers for? <laughs> right? I, you know what? I really don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> but I don't think anybody who bought it also has a good answer. For <laughs> what do you need a flamethrower for? I, I, I have no idea. Not, no mm. one's lighting their fireplaces with that. You know what? Actually, to kind of bring it all full circle, Elon Musk might be a time traveler from the future. And that he realizes <gasps> he can't just come back and tell people that they need certain things. But he just does crazy ass shit where it's like, he's like, I'm going to give people, I need some people to have flamethrowers because something's going to happen where we need at least some pop portion of the population have flamethrowers. Second of all, I really need to, there's something's going to happen where we're going to have to try and escape Earth and I'm going to need a car on whatever planet we're going to land on. So let me just get the car flying out into space. Like, I feel like if you look at everything he does in this in the lens of Elon Musk being time traveler, it all makes a lot of sense. Dude, we've cracked the code. I think we have. Of Elon Musk. He is a time traveler. I think he is. Uh, yeah, I, not, I don't think I know he's a time traveler. Wow, that is. Yeah. Do you think we should. Okay. Do you think when we tweet about this episode, we should tag him in it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, definitely. Do you By think... the way, I didn't tweet last week. Sorry. That's all good. You were busy. Do you think he'll make it through us saying scholarly for 10 minutes? <laughs> like, scholarly, scholarly, scholarly. To get to the point. <laughs> it's like. Speaking of a guy that's really smart, that's what he's tweet. gonna he's gonna quote retweet it and be like, these fucking idiots can't say the word scholarly. <laughs> yeah, he's like completely misses. That would be so smart though. That's what a time traveler would do. That's how you get people not to pay attention to that. We just revealed he's a time traveler, and instead focus on like this other part of it, right? Create some drama and controversy. What if Elon like tweeted at us right now? Right? Like, hey guys, good luck with the episode. Can't wait for it to come out. Oh my god, I would be, I would die. Right? <laughs> that would right? be the creepiest, scariest thing in the world. 
That'd be so like, nuts. Get, get, maybe we should check the Shenantics podcast at gmail.com email account. <laughs> like, just in case he didn't realize we don't read that or Twitter. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Depends. Oh, man. That's great. It's okay. Man, we live in a crazy world. Right, don't we? We really do. We really do. I'm All s- good times, though, right? Yeah, I'm sitting here listening to Bring Sexy Back <laughs> for, like Bring on repeat. Yeah. Bring to the course. Boys know how to act. Yeah. Take it to the bridge. I don't even know what you're saying now. You're like a damn Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true. Just, Muppet time. Just call me Jim Henson. Just call, call me Jim Henson. So. And I'm out. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so should we talk about uh, uh, other like things that are actually important? Yeah, I mean, no? so things that might be slightly less important than Elon Musk being a time traveler, I'm very happy to discuss those. Okay, sweet. I mean, not to say that, I mean, Elon Musk being a time traveler is very important. Mm-hmm. I want to put that on the record. Yeah. But, you know, there's also other important things that we should talk about. Yeah. Um. So uh, all the big news this week is about Twitch changing their TOS. <clears throat> so brief me on this a little bit. You sent me a, a message uh, with a uh-huh. tweet into it, but I didn't actually read it. Um, that, that's okay. It's it's fine. I'm sorry, Skanky. No, it's it's fine. I feel bad because you read all the, the random articles I send you all week long. <laughs> I, I really don't, though, either. So. Oh, oh, perfect. I'm glad. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, I, feel, I actually feel relieved now. <laughs> I mean, most times when you're like, "Hey, did you read that article?" But ah, yeah, about that. By the by, the way, uh, mm. we we are meant for each other. I know, right? Like, it's just great. I think what it might be is this: is, this podcast is actually a curse, where it's like, eh, if I don't read it, I'm sure he'll tell me what I need to know. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, but yeah, so they change it uh, terms of service. What did they change about it? So, uh, sorry, correction. They changed the community guidelines. Okay. Not the terms of service, okay. but almost the same thing, I guess. Yeah, um, kind of. Kind of, not really. Well, we're talking about the community guidelines. And not the terms of service. Not the terms of service. Yeah, that's right. Um, sorry, there was a long break in between this. Don't, <laughs> let's not talk about it. Okay, anyway. So, um, <laughs> they changed two main things in the community guidelines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they both, one deals with harassment mm-hmm. and the other deals with sexual content. Okay. Like MCON's stream. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, supposedly, I have to now say that that was a joke, everybody. That was a joke. MCON's stream is not sexual in nature. Okay. Wow, wow. Please do not report me ins- to Twitch. A little insulted, actually. D- please don't say that because now people can report your off Twitch things that you do mm-hmm. to Twitch, mm-hmm. which can get you banned on Twitch. Yeah. So uh, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, so now harassment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they added a thing for the harassment. So anything with hateful conduct. Um, and they added a whole bunch of things like like things that would constitute hateful conduct. So uh, race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, sex, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, age, disability, mental condition, physical characteristics, or veteran status. Okay. They said that if you do anything 
that is hateful towards any of these specific parameters, then they're going to have a zero tolerance violation mm-hmm. and you will be indefinitely suspended. Okay. Your account. Mm-hmm. Then they have uh, harassment stuff, which I think I think some of this stuff is new. I think they they put out like more stuff now. Mm-hmm. So bullying, abusing someone based on their employer organization or affiliation, telling someone to hurt or kill themselves, creating user accounts dedicated to harassment, stalking, uh, circumventing channel bans, account blocks. That was always there, I think. Uh, revealing someone's personal information against their will or intent to harm. Recording someone against their will or with intent to harm, mm-hmm. which is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing content, including doctored or out of context content with the intent to degrade, bully, or harm someone. Okay. Uh, browsing or rating channels with ma- malicious intent, uh, unwanted sexual advantage, sexual harassment, and sexual bullying. Uh, deliberately sending false reports and inciting or encouraging others to harass. Okay. So I think another big thing is they're talking about is communities on Twitch are also not the, not the Twitch community thing, Mm -hmm. but like your community that you make on Twitch Mm -hmm. um, is also reflective of your channel. Mm -hmm. So if they go out and do something that's harassing someone, you could actually be punished for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Then we get into the sexual content part, which they changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, They pretty much, they talked about um, attire again. Okay. And they pretty much said that, like, if it's good to wear in a public setting, like a mall or a street or a restaurant, then it's okay to wear on stream. Okay. And they also said that for IRL content, if you're at a public beach or somewhere else, like if the if the attire is appropriate for that situation, mm-hmm. then that's fine as well. Okay. Um, they're also taking into consideration uh, camera framing, angle, and focus uh, into sexually suggestive content that could lead to a ban or something. Um, they're also talking about attire, environment. Behavior, commentary, reaction to content. Uh, what else? And they still have profile content, channel content, banners, profile images, emotes, things like that. Um, I think that's all the stuff they, they have changed so far. I probably missed some stuff, but that's the general consensus, I think. All right. Um, have they talked anything about enforcement or moderation of this type of stuff? Well, they said that everything is still going to be based off of user reports. Mm-hmm. So a user report is going to go through. The admin's going to look at it, be like, this is bad. This is good. This is a gray area. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to decide, obviously, on the yes or no's, which are easy. That's like, that's not good, whatever it is. So if it's the hateful stuff, like the hateful conduct I mentioned before, they'll permanently ban you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if it's the gray area stuff, then they have to look into it more and see like if this is bad or not bad, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really the only kind of enforcement that is going on right now. Okay. Um, And I think that's still right now the only way for someone to get banned um, is through user reports. But 
I mean, they definitely look on Reddit mm-hmm. for cl- like I I guaranteed these guys like the admins they look on Reddit for Twitch clips mm-hmm. that are like fails yeah. and they see if they're like if they're against the community guidelines and they'll issue a ban through that mm-hmm. like guaranteed. Okay. Um. So they say user reports, but I think there's other stuff too. Yeah. Interesting. I saw some thoughts. Okay. Yeah. First of all, one little aside of one thing I think that's in, that's kind of interesting. Um, like overall, it's the idea of trying to make like a better internet. I would say, or like trying to clean up the way people are on the internet. Like that's mm-hmm. like a lofty goal. That's a good goal. Um, and it's also incredibly difficult to do. Uh, so like I guess props to like any trying like movement towards you know that goal and fixing that. Um. Overwatch, they released a developer update a little bit ago uh, about things that they do to combat toxicity in their game. So it's not you know exactly the same, but it's at least similar. Um, and one thing that I find interesting is that they are also doing the proactive type approach where they go through YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that and look for people that do you know toxic things and proactively take action against them, um, which is kind of interesting. So we've kind of seen that on both ends right like where mm-hmm. twitch can go out to other areas and like there are ways like there are like it's it's funny this that there are people that are putting together these lists of like toxic or bad behavior in the way the reason those people are putting it together is for because they think it's funny or good or whatever it is you know what i mean but it's they're actually even helping the enforcement of it which is actually kind of nice that it actually works out that way um so i, I find that kind of interesting the the strange thing uh, before I say strange thing, the one thing to me is that more important than setting out rules is the enforcement and moderation of those rules. Because, like, we st- putting out rules that don't get enforced pretty strictly or like aren't enforced enough to kind of achieve the goal that you want almost does the opposite, right? Like, if you're not going to do it, you're almost giving people a rubric upon which they can use to harass other people or what bad things they could be doing. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's like, if, if they don't enforce it, then you kind of have a problem. And I feel like Twitter had that for just a very long time. I think they still have it where it's like Twitter had rules, but that didn't matter because when you would report it to trust and safety at Twitter, they wouldn't take action for it. Right. And it's just kind of like, it just felt like this even worse and more broken system because it's like, Oh, you recognize what bad behavior is, but yet you won't do anything when you are presented with bad behavior. Um, and so on the Twitch side of thing, it's like the rules are all good and great, but unless you enforce it, then they're meaningless and almost worse than that. Um, the thing that I find interesting is that like as Twitch as a platform, they can do whatever they want regarding their users on there, right? Like they can ban and suspend anybody for literally any reason, right? Like it's, there's like no protected speech type thing. It's not the government acting, but like there's no like protection of stuff. It's Twitch's platform. They own the entire thing. Whatever you do on there, they can take action against you. Um, and regardless if there's a set out rule for it or anything. And so what I find kind of interesting is that they are making very specific rules instead of like, kind of leaving it as a catch-all. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't help necessarily enforcement. If anything, what they're doing it for is to signal. Like, they want to teach people what good and bad behavior is. You know what I mean? Um, And we talked about this 
many, many, many moons ago when we talked about rules in our own general community, what rules do we have and stuff like that. And I pulled up your uh, Twitch page to see what the rules you have are uh, to remind myself. And yours mm-hmm. are genuine, genuine, genu- generally very broad because the thing is, is if somebody says or does something that you don't want in your chat, you will just remove them, right? You don't have to yeah. point to something. It's not like you have to say, oh, well, we have a due process set of rights where I have to point to this rule that you violate. No, you'll just get rid of them. Um, and so if anything, your rules are more of a signpost of best behavior. You know what I mean? Like when you say, like, avoid personal information, it's not so much, which is rule number six for you, is not so much a rule as it is, hey, heads up, that's not what we allow here. You know what I mean? Like, as a mm-hmm. general person, like, that isn't a terrible thing. If someone says something personal about themselves, it's more of safety for everyone, but it's not the same thing as saying something terrible, um, you know, racist or something. I mean, like, just, like, genuinely yeah. hateful person. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of... So, like, the rules are kind of to signal that. And so, like, their code of conduct ha- is more signaling of what they believe is and isn't appropriate on their platform. And so, like, a lot of that is kind of saying, like, hey, everyone, this is what we think it is. And all of you that are worried about the con content and the conduct on Twitch, we want to show you that we are actively thinking about it is what I kind of get from all this. And I think that is, you know, I think that is generally and uh, a nice and good thing. Um the thing that worries me a little bit is that as you get more specific, you also kind of there are gray areas that people can use against people that are generally like that are genuinely good people, right? Like by giving a specific example, like there's like specific examples in your rules. Like there's, I feel like I worry that there can be times where someone that is a troll can try and use it to get an account suspended, right? They'd be like, they would report a channel and be like, look, it's some obscure thing that the person is doing fits into this rule that you're saying, and then you should get rid of them, even though it's kind of used outside of what Twitch is anticipating, where if you use more broad and general ones then that doesn't necessarily happen so i don't know Mm -hmm. it's just i feel like i feel like it's like i said it's a very difficult area i think i think this is overall a good step in a really good direction um as long as they follow it up with actual action is that at the end of the day i think that's what i that's what i believe okay cool also i really love used to totally random um uh side note type thing i uh I really loved it when you used to do your really very cool polls in your feed on Twitch that you don't do anymore. I don't. Yeah, I haven't done those. In I a while. really love those. Like, does the washing machine do does the washing machine sing? Um, and people would <laughs> vote uh, via, via different emotes. Um, <laughs> so, it, should Skanky make more kegs than Stardew? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. That's a classic. Yeah, that's just, there are so many good ones. Like, that was one of those things um, that, like, ever since, like, that, because I believe, if I remember correctly, that feature, the status feed or whatever, kind of came out around the time when we met. Um, and that's one of the things, like, I was always, like, jealous of you for. I was like, that was so cool and creative. Um, it was just, <laughs> I loved it so much. And it's uh, that, that was just some good times. So have you ever used a fax machine? I was jealous. I was. Oh, classic. Right? You just, I think this is my favorite one. You just stepped into the elevator. Are you going up or down? Oh yeah, that's good. that was a good one. That was a good one. That's deep. That was a that's deep, deep one. That was a deep one. So, <laughs> oh. anyways, but uh, 
but yeah, so I just, I don't know. Those, those are some great, it was completely off topic of what we were just no, it's talking fine. about, but I would not remember to say that otherwise. No, it's fine. So. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that the guidelines are fine. Like, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that my, my worry as well is that things are going to be taken out of context mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and they say there was kind of like a weird thing mm-hmm. where they said on the stream mm-hmm. uh, that they were going to be looking at the context mm-hmm. of things yeah. when they were said. Mm-hmm. But then they also said that when you are saying something that is in a joking manner, mm-hmm. that you need to be explicit and say that you are joking. Yeah. And I think that set off all the memes yeah. about it now. And now everyone's doing that. Yeah. Uh, like this whole thing, like, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I, I that also doesn't really make much sense as I mean they're looking at context. So So you know what's you know you know what I find interesting as a background thing to that is um mm-hmm. is Twitter ran into a very big problem with this in I'd say the past three to four months. Um where they were trying to tighten down controls regarding like hate speech on the platform and threats and abuse and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm it actually kind of started to backfire on them because what they would do is that bad people with very bad intentions, what they would go after good people and get their account shut down by going through that person's entire Twitter feed over. Like imagine that person's been on since, you know, within the first two years. So you have like what, you know, five, six, seven years of uh, Twitter and tweets. And if the person's an active user, which they probably are, if the person's targeting them, they probably said something in a joking manner. And so they would go back, find like two or three examples of the time they said something that, you know, could without context violate Twi- uh, Twitter's terms of service, report that person. And Twitter was making such a big deal about being actioning like doing action on these reports that they would end up suspending or banning these accounts because of these tweets and so it'd be like uh-huh. it'd be like if i had tweeted at you like you and i were joking um around about something and then i for whatever you know in a completely joking manner and everyone like you me and 90 percent of the people that read it knew it was a joke above board i was like oh man die in a fire like they would you know report that one and then my account would get um, banned or suspended because I was threatening another user, and so they were and they were using it. And then the person would have to be like, "No, look at the context." There's like ten tweets beforehand of us going bantering back and forth that this fits into. And also, do you see the smiley face that's meant to be? joking instead of actual joy about you know i mean like so there's an entire thing mm-hmm. where there was a big sweep of legitimate and good twitter accounts that were banned or suspended because people were using other people's jokes against them and so it's i you have to imagine that when twitch the people at twitch were researching or looking up or you know um brainstorming how they wanted to adjust things and move it forward that this had to have come up be like oh look what happened to twitter what can we learn from that and so then you take the super corporate response that says all right, yeah, we understand that, you know, sometimes people are joking and we don't want to, you know, ban people because they're joking. So, but like trying to figure out from context, if that's the case, it's very hard. So let's just tell people they have to tell us that they're joking. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, so it's just kind of, I don't know, it's a very much a cover your own ass type thing from Twitch's point of view. Uh, but it is based in something that's been happening for the past few months on other platforms as people try to move to cleaning up their services and getting rid of bad people. Uh-huh. So... I don't know. It is, it's very interesting, though. So now they're giving everyone until, I think, 
the 12th mm-hmm. or something, I don't remember, to delete any VODs or clips that may uh, affect this change oh, in the Jesus. community guidelines. And they said that if they, if they get any sort of clip or something that does do it now, then you will be banned even no matter when the clip was made. See, that's uh, made. so stupid, in my opinion. Like... I feel like that's a sledgehammer to take care of a smaller problem because it could come into the thing where someone's going to send in a clip of that. And it's like, do you ban the channel or or do you take another thing where you remove the clip on Twitch's end and say, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll remove this clip. And then what you could do is put that username on a list to see what next, like if it comes up again, right? Okay. Or if you know you've had problems with them before, right? Like then you can use that to get rid of them. But like, it'd be, it'd be crazy ridiculous to me that, that your channel could get banned because of a clip that happened a year and a half ago on your channel where you were joking. And at, at that time, you obviously wouldn't have said it's a joke because the guidelines weren't there as they are today. Yeah. I mean, like it's, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, great. So this person that actually does foster a good community and is actually a good source of things on Twitch, like let's get rid of him because we are so focused on enforcing it instead of being like, Oh, let's remove that clip because it's in violation of our things. And you know, or take other actions instead of just being like, let's completely get rid of you. It just seems like they are, it's almost like they're too focused on equal enforcement against all, which is actually problematic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, especially because like you, you, and with clips, I think the very hard thing is with clips is like, even like you and I have relatively small channels and there's still a ton of clips. And with the, the problem with the clip is that people cut and edit them the way they want. And oftentimes to make it funnier or to make it seem like it's going a certain way. Yeah. Like, uh, the, um, like the, uh, an example from my stream that I that I very vividly remember um, is we were having this long discussion about Chinese restaurants in my um, in my area because when I had just moved to my new place, I was like trying to find Chinese restaurant that I liked, and I was like I didn't like any of them, and it ended up like after like this like. 30 minute discussion i was like i really don't like any of the chinese in my neighborhood which when you cut it to just be that it sounds super racist right like it sounds like i'm just a terrible human being but like the context is is like like saying i dislike the chinese in my neighborhood referring to food would be like if i was saying to you do you want to order chinese tonight right like i mean like it wouldn't know like it's very clearly what i'm talking about through the context of what it is you know what i mean and so but there's a clip out there that is me I think there's still a clip out there. It's me saying I don't like the Chinese in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? And it just it just sounds terrible. But like now, some let's say I just thought of that now because we're having an active discussion about it. But if we had never talked about Sunshine Antics, I wouldn't have thought about that. And then if I piss off someone three weeks from now, four weeks from now, they go ahead and report that clip and just get my channel removed. Like, yeah, it's like okay, like Twitch, do whatever you want. It's your platform. But and not to think very highly of myself, but I do think that I'm overall a good force for Twitch. And so I think like by doing that, because you are so focused on enforcing, I think that your platform is worse off because of it would be my concern. I think they're also looking, they will be looking at the context though. Like I think they would notice that you like what you meant in that scenario, but it is scary to think that someone would maybe not think Mm -hmm. that or not check. Yeah. 
And then you're kind of shit out of luck because they're going to ban you indefinitely. Yeah, exactly. It, you know? Exactly. And so it's just, oh. And so then you have to worry, like, then you have to worry, like, what happens if they're getting inundated with reports because, let's say, like, you can, we can all easily foresee a toxic subreddit, a toxic Discord server go going through and be like, you know it'd be funny if we got a whole bunch of these really good accounts banned from Twitch because look, we're using their rules against them. Like we could see that happening and then they go through and do it. And so if Twitch their content like moderators or whatever they're they are um get inundated with tons and tons of reports let's say they start cutting corners where it's like oh we take context into account but we've had so many reported that i can't go back and watch an hour worth of video to get the context of the one little clip that was put in there you know what i mean or not even an hour mm-hmm. like even 10 minutes if they have hundreds of thousands of reports like 10 minutes for each one just to get the context isn't rational yeah you know i mean like or isn't uh doable yeah. and so like that's that's another fear is that like they do that and that's why i think part of my thing is my worry is that when you start to get super specific in that like you can turn it into a sword for other people you know what i mean um and so i don't know it's just that's that's just, and th- that just in the fact that we've seen this happen on twitter that's what makes me a little bit concerned for in general as a platform right like me personally I, am i concerned not really all that much um but i'm also super below the radar uh and so but i could also be on the radar when i play overwatch one night and ban someone that gets really upset with me so yeah i mean so who knows but it like i said it's super hard it's a very hard area to work in because we all want it to get better um but there's no it's easy to say oh it's easy just tell people they can or can't do this and that you'll indefinitely ban them if that happens like yeah 100 percent on board but then you get these weird fringe cases where it then all of a sudden doesn't work so yeah but and now to just to reiterate it's february 19th is until the day that you have until you could get banned for the clips that you have. Eight days. Yeah. So they say your content is important to our community. Starting February 19th, all content on the site is subject to enforcement of the new guidelines. We expect creators to make a good faith effort to remove any hateful, harassing, and sexually suggestive suggestive content from their channel during the grace period. If reported, content that violates the new guidelines and that was created before the new guidelines come into effect will be removed without suspension. Okay. So that's, they'll just remove it. They won't just get rid of you. Which is at least yeah, nice. So. Well, that's at least nice for that part. So, but we reserve the right to exercise discretion on severe violations. Okay. So hopefully, and that's why I guess that's also one of the other things is that if you trust Twitch as a company, which right now they haven't given me a reason not to, if you trust Twitch as a company, then hopefully they'll do the right thing as it comes through. So. So do you think on the nineteenth there's going to be a reckoning? No, I doubt it. I doubt. I think I think there will be eventually. I think yeah, I could see that. I could see it like. I think they're going to do something in one fell swoop and it's going to like rattle everything. And I think that they should. And here's why is that when Overwatch first came out, Blizzard made a big showing about or big to do about how they will not be tolerating cheaters or people that use hacks in game and that like if that happens um like if you use aim bots or anything like that you will be banned and then what they did is i think they waited like a week or two collected like a huge amount of accounts that they were going to ban and then one fell swoop like banned like twenty thousand accounts or something like that and then posted the uh, users that were banned to be able to make like a public showing like we weren't kidding like if you do if you use these hacks like your account will be banned and then they did that and like 
Yeah, I mean, it was a big thing back in the day when it first, as yeah. a game that first got started. And so if Twitch wants to be like, look, these new rules are important to us and we are going to enforce them, then what they should do is from the 19th on collect a list of, you know, X number of usernames and actually care. I think they already have. Oh yeah, exactly. They already know a lot of their problem channels. (laughs) They already exactly. And then and then on one day, just ban a whole bunch of them, and then it basically says, "Look, here's here's how it is going forward. Don't be an asshole." (sighs) We'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, good things. Hopefully, really good things spring out of this. Hopefully, hopefully, all good things. I think. I think it will. I do too. All good things will happen. I do too. I will. I will reserve. Especially because I don't like to be one of those people that's like foresee doom and naysayer about everything right like i want to give it like like you they have not done anything like they may have made missteps in like feature rollouts like they thought this would be cool and it isn't but overall i feel like they haven't done huge things that violated my trust in them and so in that case i think i'm going to reserve judgment until it actually plays out one way or another love it love it we also have uh wait are are you good i'm good are you good? We also have some sad news. Oh no. Coming to uh maybe sad, not really, but kind of sad, maybe. Um it is the end of an era. Oddshot is going out of business. Oh really? Yes, Oddshot ha- is closing its platform. Oh wow. On tomorrow. <laughs> on the 12th. On the day that this podcast episode comes out. Yes, uh, they could no longer find payment or a revenue source for their content mm-hmm. that people were odd shotting. And uh, over the last year, they've seen a more unsavory NSFW content being uploaded, which quickly became impossible to moderate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they're going to be shutting down. Oh, damn, that is kind of an end of an era. What, what, what? Yeah, Oddshot was around before Twitch yeah, Clips. Yeah, what it was, Oddshot, for those of the people that don't know, just very briefly. So Oddshot was pretty much the only way for you to clip something on Twitch mm-hmm. before Twitch Clips came yeah. out. So uh, it used to be the phrase, Oddshot it. Mm-hmm. And then they had yeah. like a browser extension and all that kind of stuff. And it was a platform. Yeah, they did have a browser extension. Uh-huh. I forgot about yeah. that. And so that was the way you kind of got the the various odd shots from the different channels to be able to share with people. So, um, wow, GBT. Yeah, but yeah, and so I feel like Twitch Clips kind of killed it off, or was at least part of the reason that yeah. it was. So, I mean, I think they're not saying that, yeah. but it it's the reason yeah. they're saying that's because of ad blocks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I think that. Sure, maybe that is something, but I think it's mostly because Twitch Clips came out. Like, what's the reasoning for Oddshot? Mm-hmm. Um, the old, like when Twitch Clips came out, some people still used Oddshot because you could slow down Oddshots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Twitch Clips did yeah. that like afterwards. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really no reason to use unless you know someone deletes, I mm-hmm. guess, a Twitch clip and they want a mirror of mm-hmm. it. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Ripperoni to Oddshot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. We're in better places now. It's fun. It's nice. We we are. It's nice when things get rolled into the main platform when they feel like they should be through the main platform. Amen to that. Interesting. I think that's all the news I have about Twitch. All the serious news that is. Very cool. Do we have anything else? (laughs) Uh, we have a streamer shout out. Oh snap! 
It's my favorite part of the week. Did you know that? I did. Is it really your favorite part? I of the do. Week? I love. I love finding the new streamers to watch. The hard thing is I'd have like less and less time to watch them, but I feel like as I get more, like as I have disconnect from Twitch because I'm as as I get busier, it's nice to be able to see that there are these connections and other good people out there. Yeah, you know I mean. Because otherwise, uh-huh. if we didn't talk about that and I didn't find new people, I'd think it'd be like you and the very other few people I know would be the only ones streaming that I care about. Aww. <laughs> yes, don't care about you too much. Love you, Skinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, Shenantic Streamer gonna... shout out. <laughs> You're just going to cry it out. Yeah, Shenantic Streamer shout out. Today, I have the honor of doing the shout out, and I'm doing it for my boy Ape Fist. And uh, M. Call, I think you'll like him because he has an underscore in his name. Love it. His name is Apefist, A-P-E underscore F-I-S-T. Uh, I actually found him while playing They Are Billions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a new thing where I just started uh, hosting random people, which has been kind of fun and also extremely scary <laughs> uh, when your name is not able to be pronounced. Um <laughs> So uh, a lot of skunk skinkskis, but Ape, really nice guy, pretty chill dude. Uh, He plays a lot of Dead by Daylight. I think that's like his main game Mm -hmm. uh, is Dead by Daylight, but he's been playing Monster Hunter World. He was playing There Are Billions before uh, when I found him. I see Slay the Spire he's played, which is that card game Mm -hmm. thing that looks kind of interesting. Very cool. Um, And Dark Souls, it seems, and like that. Yeah, but he's a cool guy, really chill dude, Um, nice voice. And yeah, definitely go check him out. Ape Fist, twitch.tv slash Ape Fist, A-P-E underscore F-I-S-T. Awesome. Cannot wait to check him out. That's awesome. Very cool. It's great. Thank you so much, Skinky, for the uh, yeah, Shintantics nope, here to help. shout out. Shintantics? Shintantics? Oh my God, I had something Shint- I needed to talk to you about. What did you need to talk about? Before the food finish, we got to get this out here. Okay, put it out there. The last 12 hours has been a roller coaster of emotions for me. Really? What happened? I, I was talking to something, someone about something that is uh, has very deep roots in Shenantic's lore and history. Wow, we have lore and we history? Do. Okay. We do. Okay, sure. I'm here to listen. So many years ago, when this podcast first started, um, me and Skinky were talking about a very important topic called Q-tips and the use of Q-tips. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. And on that fateful episode, Skinky... Very, very much so convinced me to never use Q-tips again. So much so that at the recording of that podcast, that was the last, not on the podcast, but like as of that recording of the podcast, that was the last time I had used a Q-tip. Have not used that since. And it was a very long time ago. It wasn't wow. years ago, but it was it was months and months and months ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Last night I was talking to somebody. We were, it was almost like a gathering of the Q-tip aficionados, like the Q-tip using group. <laughs> you guys have we meetings? We do, we do you go on Craigslist and yes, look up some. Yes, it was, and um, it was it was a group of Q-tip users and former Q-tip users, and there was another person in the same boat as I am. Uh, Foolish also <laughs> stopped using Q-tips, and so me and him were talking about how we feel like our life is probably better because we don't use Q-tips. But like, damn, did we really love using Q-tips? And uh, another gentleman was there who was part of the group, and he he never switched over, and that was Deathcake. Deathcake still uses Q-tips, and he was telling to me. 
that a big problem is with using a Q-tips is it impacts by pushing the earwax into your ear. Yes, that's the problem. But you are mostly safe from that problem if you use Q-tips daily because then there's never enough wax buildup to impact on your ear. And so if you continue to use them daily, then you're fine. And me and Foolish gave this horrifying look to each other and Foolish says... So that means because I've had earwax build up for months now, I cannot go back. And Deathcake says, yes, you are stuck to live, live a lifestyle of no Q-tip using. And I don't know if I love you or hate you for this lifestyle I now have to live without the enjoyment of using Q-tips. So it's a... Well, let me tell you, your ears now are so much more healthy. Maybe. I don't know, but is it? Because you're supposed to have earwax in your ears. No, skaky. What happens is, here, let's talk about this, right? Yes. What happens is when you're using the Q-tips, yeah. you're taking out earwax, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Or at least you're trying yeah. to. Now, you're obviously not taking out a lot, of the, a lot of the earwax, but some of it is getting pushed into your ear canal further down, mm -hmm. closer to your eardrum, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So, it, like what you said, it's impacting mm -hmm. it. But as you take that out, your ear is like, what the fuck, man? I put that there. Why is it not there anymore? So it's like, there must be a problem. So I'm going to make more. So it overloads your ear with earwax. And then what you do is you go in there and you're like, oh, earwax. I'm going to take it out. Mm -hmm. And your ear, but every time you do that, you impact more back mm -hmm. there that you can't see. So you're just doing this constantly over and over and over again. And it's impacting more earwax into your ear. Okay. So your ear is really freaking confused because it's like, bro, like, I'm just trying to put earwax in there. So now what you've done, you you have enough earwax in your ear. Mm -hmm. Your ear's like, yo, bro, I think we're good. We don't need to make a fuckload more. Okay. Like, we're fine. So you have a very healthy ear. But if you keep going in and out, you're impacting earwax in there. And you're doing it every day. I mean, that must be even worse. I feel like it's Because you're better. really fucking up your ear. I feel like it's better. How is it better, though? How is it because better? Because a huge amount of earwax hasn't built up that you're impacting. It's still building up. Not very much. If you, if, 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 your earwax, your ear is going to make more earwax the more that you use. I don't, that seems not scientific. All right, hold on. We're going to look this up. <laughs> Why shouldn't I? <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. I trust NPR, right? You trust NPR? Yeah, I trust NPR. Okay, this is from WBUR from Boston. Um, this is I can't read this because it's NPR and it's really long. <laughs> Are you on a Mac? My amount on a Mac? Okay, no. Never mind then. Actually created a vicious cycle. <laughs> oh. That's scary. That's scary. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you you keep healthyhearing.com. You keep you keep reading and I will I will uh say what my thoughts are, my airing of grievances. We okay. might need to do that this next holiday season. We might need to have an airing of grievances on Shenantics. We should we should have that. Great. We should have a poll too and we'll dress it up. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Um I, you, you've convinced me a little bit more so. Enough that I will I will bring it up with the with the the q-tip support group that we have unofficially formed in chicago <laughs> like you have to make sure you don't uh meet at the same time as the toothpick aficionados yeah, uh, sometimes bookings are tough in chicago you come, there's only so much space available so we have to have the the niche groups get to uh, meet up with each other 
So, um, but no, I think I think you might have convinced me. Maybe it's because I want to be in the willful denial that I'm not missing out on enjoyment for the sake of nothing. All right, boom! I got you. Ready? I got I got things to okay. tell you. Cotton swabs may seem harmless enough, but they could be dangerous when used to clean your ears, ear ears, arrows. Uh, although some people swear by using cotton swabs, Q-tips, to remove excess wax and debris from their ear canals, medical experts, experts, will warn you to not try it. They have seen many catastrophes resulting from the use of cotton swabs, from punctured eardrums to super-impacted wax. There are many negative consequences, okay? The ear canal has specialized cells that produce ceramin. Ceramin. Okay, write that down. Okay. Commonly known as earwax. Earwax accumulates much faster for some people than others. This can lead to wax buildup that causes decreased ability to hear and in some instances pain. As an easy way to avoid, see a medical damn professional. Don't do it your fucking self. It has that right in here, I swear to God. <laughs> Many folks resort to using swabs, swabs, swabs to remove excess wax, causing the harm, okay? Because... You can literally poke your damn eardrum and you can puncture that shit. All right. It says that right you've there. Okay. And I trust, I trust Brandy Plotnik. <laughs> All right. You and Brandy have convinced me for now. Another, it'll be another like 50 some episodes before I will bring it up again. And I'll be questioning whether or not I should use Q tips. But for now, I will be back on the side of Skinky that it's okay to not use Q tips. Woo! Now, is it weird to like turn the, the like let the the earwax thing be the food finish? <laughs> nom nom nom. What you don't you don't you don't eat your earwax? <laughs> you know what you should what? do. <laughs> you should go to an ear cleaning professional. Yeah, do they have those? Hell yeah, man. Nice. All right, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, and they do like. A whole bunch of things. Like they have a guy who like professionally looks inside your ear and takes out the excess earwax. But why would I need that to happen? I thought it naturally just takes care of itself. It does, but sometimes if you already have impacted earwax mm -hmm. from using Q tips, mm -hmm. then they'll take it out for you. Okay. But like for me, like it would be it would be silly for me to go because I've never used Q tips okay. before. So they would look at me and be like, Your ear's fine the way it is. But for some people, they have too much what if, in their ear because they use Q-tips. What if, what if, what if, what if? You and I what, go... What, what's what if? What if. What, what, what language what if, is that? Uh, what if? Skanky coal language. Um, Skankalinski. Skankalinski. Um, what if we go and do a special shenanigans episode where we get our ears checked side by side and they tell us the results and it's like a little bit of like a competition. I would 100%. Wouldn't that be amazing? I would so that'd do that. Be, if we found like a doctor who'd be cool Yeah, that, right? That'd be so cool. I would 100% record oh, that'd that. That'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be so awesome. So. <laughs> I would love to do that. I would too. I would too. It would be like, right, it would be even cooler. Like that whole experience would be cool. But like. Even cooler would be like forty years down the road, and we're like talking to like grandkids or like a group of people at like some important thing that we're giving, and we're like, "Remember back in the day, like forty years ago, when we went to the ear doctors for a competition?" <laughs> like <laughs> that would be yep, we're that weird. That would be the best. 
where <laughs> would be the best so oh man that's that, that is awesome that's awesome uh skinky yeah do you have a food finish i had a milkshake today oh <gasps> what kind it was all right so i'm a very boring lame person when it comes to things like i love vanilla um and a lot of times i love to go vanilla milkshakes but today shake shake milkshake i decided to go a little bit exciting and i got mint cookies and cream whoa it was good it was very good you have shake shack in chicago yeah, yeah, i didn't we have know two that. Or three locations in chicago now i think a lot of places oh, have that's shake great. shack now so yeah i know it used to just be a New yeah York yeah and it's really branched out a lot so but Wait, sorry. This is changing the subject quickly. Did you ever go to Dos Toros? Oh my god, I did. I go to Dos. What did you? Th- I go. To- I think? really like Dos Toros. Um, for right? two different reasons. Uh, first of all, I don't eat at Chipotle because there's a very long, complicated reason to explain that. But I don't eat at Chipotle, and so I don't really have. They had salmonella or something. Yeah, but it's a whole deeper issue than that. I, I just, me and the company have been fighting. Um. It- <laughs> we've had a falling it's, out yeah it's true and um so i haven't really had my my line prepared burrito bowl fix and so dos toros came along at a at a good time um i it's, it's really good it's they they offer the other grain options so that's rice or farro farro uh feral feral like a child feral fennel fennel farro f-a-r-r-o Pharaoh. Pharaoh. F-A-R-O. Pharaoh. Um, is Will Farrell? Will Fa- I was watching the comedians and cars getting coffee with him right before we started recording. <laughs> Speaking of that. Uh, I'm from the future. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and so I like that grain option. Uh, and what's interesting is at Chipotle, I always preferred the chicken option for the meat. Um, at Dos Toros, I think their steak is far superior to their chicken. Um, and I really like their medium and mild salsas. I don't like the hot, the yes. hot habanero is a little too much for me. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the habanero flavor because probably because after the time I had to eat it on stream twice, I think that's ruined it for me. Uh-huh. Um, but their medium and mild salsas are so good. They just have their medium. is like a barbecue. Yeah. It's taste. got, it's got just, it, no, that's the, I think it's the mild that has a smokiness to it. Oh, is yeah, that the mile? Yeah. I, I haven't been to Dos Toros oh, It's so good. It's so good. Um, so, but what, a little funny side story about this is, for those of you guys that don't know, is um, Skanky, out of the blue, I think it was like middle of 2017 or early 2017, mm-hmm. messaged me about um, about this burrito place opening up in Chicago that they had in New York. And he's like, you really need to go there. And then I was reading the local newspaper a few months ago. And saw that there was this new burrito place opening up. And so I messaged Skanky and I was like, what was that place called? And it was Dos Toros. And I was like, oh, that's the place that's opening up because they had like a free burrito day or something like that. And so um, I convinced people w- at work to go with me at lunch. And we uh, we now, it's in our regular rotation of places that we go to. So That's awesome. Yeah, so you, uh, you're a trendsetter, Mr. Skanky. What's up? Yeah, it is very good. If you guys have a chance, I, I I do recommend Dos Toros. It's very delicious. One thing that I really like that they do is with their burritos, they will melt the cheese on the bottom into the tortilla, which yes. is so good. 
so good. Yes. I always get I always get stressed out about that. Like oh, I watch someone prepare my food like on those line type things. Whenever they put it and they don't put like the cheese on top of the hot thing that would then melt it, right? And I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? Put the cheese next to the hot thing so it melts, right? Like, don't put it like <laughs> the worst is like if you're at like a Chipotle, they like put the meat down, and then they put the lettuce on top of the meat, and then they put the cheese on top of the lettuce. You're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like flip the lettuce in the cheese. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, anyways, but uh I always put the extra cheese on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. I did the little bit of extra cheese. Oh, baby. A triple. I also like if you get like the tortilla chips in there too. That's tasty. So. Oh, yeah. Dude, they have such good burritos. They do. They really do. The one I really want to try is they have like uh, like the California quesadilla, I think is what they call it. I want to try that because it feels like a nice, like sometimes a burrito or a burrito bowl is just like too much food and you eat the whole thing and you feel sick. You're like, I need to take a 10-hour nap. Um, I feel like the, the quesadilla would be a nice lighter option because it's like the tortilla, cheese, a little bit of the veggies, and then the meat. And it's just like, I think that'd be the perfect, just nice, perfect meal for lunch. Yes. So, yeah. And you know, um, the guys who who made Dos Toros, they're brothers. Oh, yeah? The Kremer mm-hmm. brothers. And the guy, Leo, who created the restaurant, one of the brothers, he was the bass player in Third Eye. Oh, Blue. really? That's yeah. crazy. Very cool. So the, <laughs> the Very cool. You're like so oh, yeah, excited. that is. I like that. I like when things tie together like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know. Nice. I like that. I wish you would step out from the my ledge, friend. But Papa's with all the lies that you've been you've living in. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenanigans. New episodes go bright early Monday morning, just in time for your work day, school day, chore day, whatever the hell you do on Monday. We will be there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast wherever you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, and at our website at shenanigans.rocks. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanigans at gmail.com. If you have any extra time and you're feeling loving and generous, leave us a review on the iTunes store. It really helps when other people are looking for the podcast because they're like, hey, these people have friends. And so they want to come and listen to us. If you want to, the only reason <laughs> they listen. Babe. If you want to make some friends of your own, you can join the discussion by going to shenantics.rock/slash about and looking for the invite link to the Discord server. Tons of cool shenantics fanatics are hanging out there all week long. Skinky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv twitch.tv slash skanky S-K-X-N-K-Y and on Twitter at iSkanky I-S-K-A-N-K-Y and mcole Find me on Twitch you. at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L and the underscore symbol. Same username on Twitter twitter.com slash mcole underscore skanky. It has been so great talking to you this week. So great talking to you too. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.